All right, we're live. What's going on? What is good in the hood? So a bunch of you guys have been asking me to comment or do a video on um, the whole trucker convoy, Ottawa, what's going on at the border and what's going on around the world right now with people getting fed up with mandates. So here it is. Here it is. This is an example of playing to win. This is definitely a big example of playing to win. I think this is the first out of 59 episodes that I've done solo, in fact. Most of the time I do this podcast with a guest, but uh, I'm rolling solo on this one. So I got a bunch of uh, resources that I'm going to share up on the screen. I want to kind of open this by saying, um, you know, I think I made a video at least a couple months into the whole... Um, fear-mongering. I'm just going to call it fear-mongering because that's what it started out with. It was just, um, and I fell for it too. Like, I'll be honest. I, you know, I, I called up my parents and I said, look, you know, don't, uh, don't get groceries, just hang, you know, hang back for a bit. You know, we'll pick up stuff that you need and, and drop it off and just chill for a bit. Um, that was early on when they were showing us images of China with like heavy bucket loaders dropping, like, you know, a ton of dirt in front of doorways and apartment buildings. So people couldn't get out. I'm sure some of you saw it. If you didn't see it, you know, it was out there. But uh, most of us got duped early on, myself included. It wasn't until a couple months in that I made a video. It was around May. So they launched this um, around February. I think it was 2019 that started, right? It's been two years plus. And um, it was about May-ish. So February, March, April, May. So about four months later, I was like, okay, this is weird. People are standing on dots. They're complying with wearing masks everywhere. I saw people driving in cars with the windows rolled up wearing masks. They still do it today. I saw people walking down the street wearing, you know, like face shields and masks and gloves, uh, you know, like a few months into it. And I'm like, wow, a lot of people just really gave up a lot very quickly and we're happy to do so. And I've said this before, people love a ruler. They Man, humanity, human beings love being ruled. They love rulers. You know, if there's one thing that I've learned about people over the last few years is they love it, man. Rule, rule me harder, daddy. You know, there's that meme that's been going around um, that I've seen a few times with, um, you know, some of these mandate leaders and it's like, rule me harder, daddy. Whatever. Normally I'm drinking a coffee. I got I to gotta lighten up the load because I'm getting fat, so... Got to be drinking some more protein and some other fluids. So I'll be pounding that back. It's all cocktail and some stuff. It's actually my um, uh, beef protein product up over there. So, yeah. So I made that video a few months afterwards. And I'm like, shit, man. People are really giving up real, real quick. This is bizarre. And where's, you know, where's all the bodies? You know, four months have gone by. I don't, I don't know anybody that's got it. That's, you know, uh, passed on from it. And I'm not saying it's not a thing. Obviously, it's a thing. Um, I have a family member that uh, caught it and went in a hospital and uh, passed on. And I wrote about my experience on my email list. So if you're on that, you would have read the details and, you know, the warning therein. I can't discuss everything publicly on the YouTube channel for obviously obvious reasons. So there's certain things I got to, you know, water down. Hong Kong boys, Hong Kong. So, yeah, a few months in, I'm like, okay, this is weird. And then they started locking you down and closing the gyms and closing a lot of facilities and you couldn't go to the malls and you couldn't go to movie theaters and you couldn't uh, sit down in restaurants anymore. It was takeout only. And businesses started to suffer. 
Um, and then they said, hey, surprise, we have this uh, jab and, you know, everything will be fine. Well, that didn't work out as planned. Uh, it certainly didn't solve the problem. You could still get, you know, the beer bug. You could still pass on the beer bug. Uh, you could still be hospitalized for the beer bug. And um, people kept taking the jabs, though. You know, they did one, two, some, somewhere on their third or fourth doses. I think Israel, if I'm not mistaken, is on its fourth or fifth dose. Um, and it's still going around out there. So, um, you know, I didn't touch the jab. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to wait and see. You know, let's see what this is all about. This, this seems like this is way too fast, okay? And sure enough, you know, we started to see some of the results of that. We saw athletes drop in record numbers on soccer pitches in Europe. Um, soccer, like, like football is a very cardio-intensive sport if you've ever played it. You know, I used to play it when I was a kid, and it, it's like, it, like your heart goes for a long time. It's a big pitch. And, um, you know, we've seen a few of these players just drop. That's it. They pull them off the, the field. Some, some come back, some have damage, some, uh, some don't make it. It's just instant death. So some weird shit's been going on, man. And it's taken a couple of years um, for people to finally get fed up. And they started mandating jabs for um, a lot of professions. Um, they started with uh, hospital workers, nurses, medical professionals, uh, firefighters, cops. There was all kinds of uh, professions. And they just bent the knee. Okay, we'll do it. We'll take it. You know, fine. You know, just, just give me the medicine so I can get back to my freedom. And the freedom never came. Um, they still got locked down. So to kind of give you guys a little bit of perspective of what it's like in Canada right now, because I know the vast majority of you do not watch the content from Canada. Um, this, this country is one of the most locked down places in the world. I think with the exception of probably New Zealand and Australia, who may or may not be on par or slightly worse. You know, I'd have to, I'd have to have a conversation with um, somebody there to sort of compare side by side. But it, it's... It's been pretty extreme here. Um, I have friends that have uh, contemplated just throwing the keys to the landlord for their business because uh, they've been losing money for so long. And just like, I'm not here to fucking run this at a loss. Like I'm like, I'm ready to be done with this. Like F it. Um, I've seen, I've seen people laid off uh, without pay because they refused to take the jab. Um, almost all the professions bent the knee immediately when they were told to, uh, you know, it was, it was comply. Um, except for truckers. Truckers are unique. They're by themselves, like, well, I don't know, 98% of the time, probably. You know, it's very rare that they have much human contact. And then the state said, okay, you guys are next to make shit safe. And they were like, no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. And here we are today. And there's a lot of support. God bless those truckers, you know? God bless them. Because without them, this might carry on for a lot longer than what it needs to. And there's places in the world, like the UK's dropped all mandates, uh, or Denmark's dropped mandates. There's a lot of the Nordic countries that have either dropped or never had mandates, from what I understand. Uh, I think Switzerland just dropped all mandates. There's a lot of states in the U.S. that have dropped mandates. Um, there's, I think, two, uh, Saskatchewan, Alberta, and I understand PEI has dropped uh, or, or, or is dropping almost immediately mandates uh, provincially. But there's still federal issues for, for travel. Like, I can't travel. I, I, like, I'm essentially in one of the world's largest prisons. I've had invites to go down to the United States to do podcast interviews in studio that I've had to decline for the last two years. Um, I can't travel. And, um, you know, there's some people that have, like, kind of tried to snake the system. 
and they found somebody in house to you know pay a couple grand and they kind of like wrote their name in and they were able to travel for a bit there was one guy that i heard um got caught because it wasn't done properly um but uh yeah you know for the most part um there's a few friends of mine that were just like dude like i see the writing on the wall i'm location independent i can live and work anywhere they sold their condo they sold their cars and they just basically left they said fuck it i'm out i'm gonna take my business i'm gonna run it from the caribbean i'm gonna run it from mexico um they moved down to a warmer climate that's more friendly like mexico has no restrictions from what i understand right now but you know here i am today if i wanted to leave the country i'd have to show proof of vaccination PCR tests within a certain period of time and again to return and it's all these fucking hoops you got to jump through it's like you know people are people are fed up with it and they just want to get back to normal they just want to get back to living their lives they just want to get back to being able to sit down in a restaurant and not have to show the papers to the guy at the door right it's like they've had enough you know they want to go to the movie theater with their kids and you know be able to get concession food you know right now theaters i think have reopened concession foods may or may not be available there was a a time back in january where they were closing or they were open and there was no concession foods it's just the stupidity has gotten to biblical levels and i think for the most part most people understand that there's still some bizarre people out there like let's be honest there's still quite a few people i'm sure you know them there's a lot of people i've had conversations with um, where family members have basically disowned them or said you're not allowed to come to Christmas or you're not allowed to come to such and such family event if you're not vaccinated sort of thing. Um, so it's created a big divide amongst uh, people internally. You know, there was this whole narrative that ran for years with the soundbite, my body, my choice, you know, by the toxic feminists when it came to uh, topics, you know, like around abortion. But that doesn't hold true when it comes to any other medical procedure or anything else that you may or may not want to put in your body. Um, it's, it's bizarre, you know, and for me personally, it hasn't affected me that much. If I'm being honest with the exception of not being able to travel, um, I don't wear a mask. You know, the stores don't bother me when I walk in and, and not wear a mask. And if they tell me I have to wear a mask and I just leave, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give you my money, but for the most part, they're just over it. Right. Um, my, uh, the place that I work out at, I'm just going to call it the place that I work out at to try to keep it ambiguous, uh, keep them to keep the owner out of trouble. But, um, I was still, still able to do what I needed to do when people weren't able to go to LA fitness or good life or whatever. Right. So it hasn't affected me that much. I mean, I've got some contacts and thankfully I'm self-employed. So nobody can say, take this or we're going to fire you. Right. Nobody's been able to fire my ass for about fucking 18, 20 years now. I've been self-employed that long. So, yeah, I mean, there's other people that have suffered. There's other people that have had issues, other people that have lost family members uh, to illness. There's other people who've lost family members to reactions to the jab. And they've had enough. And the truckers are right. all right, let's go and bring these big-ass rigs and park them over by Parliament Hill. And uh, let's get Trudeau to drop these mandates. And that's been, I'm going to say, three or four weeks now. I, I think we're coming up on close to four weeks now, if I'm not mistaken. It was, it was towards the end of January. Um, it's probably three weeks, actually. It was towards the end of, end of January. So they're pretty serious about it, and they're not budget. I'm going to show you some material in a sec. I've got a super chat here from Igor. He says, we have protests in Finland, and the only ones that are pissed about them are American expats. Finns are either fed up or silently complying like sheep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, 
again, you know, like I said earlier, people love a ruler and governments know that. Governments have throughout history been successful at ruling its people and turning them against one another. Um, we've seen this done many, many times. You know, historically, it's covered in a lot of the literature. It's just, um, it's just strange that people don't, I guess people don't read history or they don't pay attention to it as much as we have in the past or they're not that interested in it because, you know, they're busy on, I don't have my phone here, it's on the charger, doing this shit all day long. Oh, look, here's another TikTok. Let me send it to somebody. You know, this is what we spend our time on, but, you know, reading about history or paying attention to, you know, like I've often said to guys, the first step in unplugging is being aware of your own bullshit. And then the second step is being aware of everybody else's bullshit, including what, you know, what the state does to you. Um, most people don't even get to the first step, you know, for being honest. And then some people will get to the second step. So I think a good chunk of the population still believes that this is a, uh, a danger, you know, like a threat to them. But I don't know, man, like I go out there and I was at the grocery store the other day. There's a sign that says you have to wear a mask. Nobody bothers you if you don't. Nobody says anything to me. Like I walk around there, like it doesn't matter. I get the odd, bizarre side eye from the random but they're never going to say shit to me. I'm fucking six foot two, 220 pounds. They don't say nothing to me. I just walk in, I carry on. They check me out. They don't bother me, right? Like, honestly, I mean, if you want this to end, you've got to take a stand somewhere. Now, you guys have been asking about going up to Ottawa. Let me just get my headphones and plug them in so I can listen to this along with you. You guys have asked me about Ottawa. I don't live in Ottawa. I know that some people have this idea that Canada is a small place and you can get everywhere you want very quickly. It takes like a week to drive across the country. Uh, Ottawa, and I'm in Ontario, um, I'm in the GTA, so the greater Toronto area, um, is about a five-hour drive, I'm going to say, probably, I would take the back roads, uh, maybe five and a half, six hours, because um, there's some nice twisties in the highlands, we call them the uh, Halliburton Highlands, and um, yeah, so uh, I'm, I may go up there, I mean, if there's anybody watching this right now that's an organizer um, that feels like... I can do anything useful, shoot me an email. It's on the about page of the YouTube channel. Um, you, I mean, most of you guys know where to find me. So let me throw this up on the screen. So let's, let's go through some of this material here, see what we got. So this first one here that I've lined up for you is a, it's basically a summary. I think I'm gonna put this up on the other screen over here. It's basically like a collection of sound bites uh, on how the media outside of Canada um, has been portraying this. Let me just pull this back over here. If you guys can't hear this in the chat, just just let me know and I'll, I'll, I'll turn it up a little bit more. But just watch this. It's a quick uh, minute and change. Trudeau versus truckers in a battle over Canada's COVID vaccine mandate. Blackface himself, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> oh, he's got blackface on. Interesting. What an embarrassing virtue signaling imposter. Most people are trying to send you a message. I have a message for you, Prime Minister. You're a disgrace. Justin Trudeau in particular, who has got to be the most pathetic leader in the world, currently in hiding, apparently. That's, um, that's basically cowboys there running, running their horses through the downtown streets of Ottawa. In the world, currently in hiding, apparently. He fled. Do you know why? Because the white knight of democracy could not... <laughs> this Indian chick calls him the white knight of democracy. <laughs> that's awesome handle a protest. He fled the city. Trudeau evacuated his official residence and hid in an undisclosed location. He is still cowering there tonight. He looks like he wet his pants. So that that scene there is what, you know, he's calling the fringe minority. 
Um, and it's huge. Like I've, like I've watched a number of on location videos, um, and there's crowds. Some people are saying in the, in the tens of thousands in some areas, um, they're not small and they're very peaceful. They're just, you know, they're just there to have a good time, wave a flag and make a position. I'm going to show you some other stuff that's been going on as well. Um, and how the locals have been dealt with it. But the feds are apparently planting moles to engineer havoc, kind of like what happened in the U.S. Uh, last January. But let's keep playing this. Check it out. I have not seen any barbarians with tiki torches and pitchforks. These seem like reasonable people that just want to work. Hardworking, good people. When Justin Trudeau was locked down, wherever he was locked down, along with the rest of the political class, these people kept working. The Canadian truckers are heroes. They are patriots and they are marching for your freedom and for my freedom. They, they are those truck drivers that God bless them. They're defending Canada, but they're defending America as well. That is that is courage on display. It's pretty inspirational. It's a fight for freedom. It's powerful. Get your ass out of your house and go visit the truckers and hear them out. And then you should start listening to them because they make more sense than you do. You're just a hypocrite, wavy hair or not. <laughs> you're just a hypocrite wavy hair or not she says yeah it's um that's just one of the pieces i'm going to give you guys some more uh mackin says i left canada two days before travel mandates i'm coming back in the beginning of march but can't wait to get that ticket for not going to quarantine yeah yeah it's it's man it's freaking weird out there um so here's another clip. Uh, sorry, let me just remove this over here. Stop screen. I don't think I need to play any of these, so I don't need audio. Share screen window. Let's do it that way. So here's another uh, news piece um, in the Star. Apparently, uh, Ottawa police are warning truckers to end the protest or face arrest. The federal government made it clear it's not prepared to invoke emergency powers to take on the reins of the crisis, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's been talk about the uh, federal government bringing in the military using the RCMP, which is a Royal Canadian Mounted Police, which is a federal um, uh, level of policing. Um, but it looks like the Ottawa local police are now warning um, the, the truckers and the protesters up there to leave or face arrest. And I'll say this. So if you're a police officer in Ottawa, this is where you need to take a stand. Okay. If you guys want this to end, I mean, they've been calling truck drivers or sorry, the uh, the uh, heavy tow truck drivers to come in and remove the trucks and the heavy tow truck drivers. And these people are their customers, obviously, have declined. They said, no, we're not going to get involved. You guys are on your own. So they tried that first. They said, you know, let's call in these big ass heavy rigs to tow the 18 wheelers and the rigs out and, um, you know, let's get them out of the way. Um, the tow truck driver said, no. We're not doing it. Good for them. So now the cops are starting to get pushed. And I'm going to show you some of the clips on what the cops are doing up there um, to kind of exemplify it. But now the cops are apparently threatening to end it or arrest the protesters. Police officers, this is where you need to take a stand. You need to decide if doing this job is worth it. If it was me, Keep, keep your uniform, keep your gun, take it all, pound sand, I'd walk away. Some people don't have that power, but man, don't do it. 
do not do it. This is where you have an opportunity to do the right thing and just say no to this bullshit. Uh, let's see what else we got up here. Did we do, okay, we did that one. Let's do this one. Oh, this one I got to get audio on. So this is a clip of planted moles, which have been designed to engineer havoc. Now, I saw this two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago, roughly, where they had a guy uh, marching amongst the protesters with a Confederate flag, and I think a swastika uh, painted into the middle of it. Interestingly, there was a photographer who they captured following this guy who also looks very, very similar to Justin Trudeau's personal photographer. Um, there's images of that out there. You can go look it up. It's, it's, it's actually on my timeline from two weeks ago. The problem is, is Twitter is so busy for me. I'd have a hard time digging through it to find it, but it's there. Um, this is a more recent one where there was another, um, what appears to be a fed planted mole who was trying to engineer havoc on the crowd and encourage them to rush the capital, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just take the, um, audio on that and share it. Give me a second here. Stop screen, share. This is what's happening on the ground. Like there is no violence. There is no um, bad shit going down. Uh, it's this one over here. There's no misogyny. There's no racism. There's no Islamophobia as Trudeau has been purporting uh, in his random uh, little, little uh, pitches that he's been doing. Let me just try to make this a little bit bigger so you guys can get a screen on it because I think he shows the... All right, so let's play this. Let me know if you guys can't hear this. If you chilling? Chilling? Oh, hey, yo, did I talk to you yesterday? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you want to say something again? What else am I going to say? We're expecting, uh, we just caught a narc. Yeah. Or a fed. Oh, what happened there? Try that again. Sorry about that. Oh, hey, yo, did I talk to you yesterday? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you want to say something again? What else am I going to say? We're expecting, uh, we just caught an arc yeah. or a fed. He was uh, trying to get us to overrun the parliament. Really? Yeah. So we told him to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. And we, get uh, him on camera. Huh? Get him on camera. We did. We got, yeah. we got a picture of him. You want to so, show him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> show the whole world what he looks like. Yeah. We got people watching, man. Take a look at these trucks, guys. Love it, man. All right. Are, are some of them here in Ottawa? Yeah. All right, boys, this is the guy that you guys have to watch out for. He's a fucking fed. Hold on, let me get the zoom. There you go, guys. He'll try to get you guys to fucking overrun the government and shit, blah, blah. He'll try and say anything that he can. He has a fucking microphone in his scarf that I've seen. So uh -huh. watch yourself. He's, he's trying to entrap you. Exactly. Uh -huh. He's working with them. We tried to report it to the cops, and the cops didn't even get our information, nothing. They said, okay, no problem. I just got a picture, and that was it. So, careful. Hey, there. don't hurt him, but be beware, also, guys. Listen, beware. Listen, to all those guys who are thinking we should be doing something worse than just sitting around let me explain something to you the reason why we're taking shit slow and the reason why we're doing everything in peace is to show the whole world how corrupt this government really is yeah they tried to fuck us with the news didn't succeed they tried to fuck us with the feds didn't succeed the more and more time goes on the more and more they're digging their own fucking ground digging their own ground yeah so so far everybody saw that this place was peaceful it's gonna continue to be peaceful yeah the reason why is because these guys are gonna keep trying to do some dumb shit and the whole world's gonna see how fucking corrupt these guys really are yeah. So, Amen, that's, man. That's what we're trying to stop. God bless. God bless. We're right. There you go. So they're running into what what appear to be fed planted moles that are trying to engineer havoc amongst the crowd and encourage them to be to misbehave. And Canadians are too nice to that. We're way too polite. We're way too nice for that kind of stuff. 
Um, you know, we've seen it happen before, um, but f but for the entirety, there's been no violence. There's been no damage to property. In fact, we've seen <laughs> we've seen people clean up the streets. Like I've seen images, and I didn't put it in here, but I've seen images and videos of like people actually like cleaning up garbage and. Um, there was a flag draped around a, a statue in Ottawa of Terry Fox. If you don't know who Terry Fox was, uh, he was a very public figure when I was a kid. He, I think he had cancer, if I'm not mistaken. And he and his deal was to run across Canada, raise money for uh, cancer treatment. And he died before he got to um, the end of his uh, journey. So they made a statue of him uh, in downtown Ottawa. So what the... Uh, truckers did was they put a uh, flag around his neck, kind of like a cape, and he had a, a, a sign in his hand that just said, and the mandates. Uh, later on that day, they cleaned up the, the statue and they removed everything and they tidied up and all that sort of stuff. Like that's how they're treating it. Like they're not spray painting anything. They're not destroying monuments. They're not tearing down statues or anything like that. Like we've seen in the past over the last couple of years with the people that throw hissy fits. This is not a hissy fit. This is grown ass adults mostly men taking a stand for what's right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Again, you know, great example of playing to win, right? Um, oh, here's a quick note. I don't need to put this up on the screen. I'll just read it. Uh, government gives uh, pharma billions to develop its product, gives pharma immunity, gives pharma, or sorry, buys pharma's product, mandates pharma's product, promotes pharma's product, and then silences criticism and prevents uh, transparency of pharma's product. Uh, and then it closes with saying, I missed that course in business school. Yeah. Um, here's another one. So this is what the, the cops are now doing in Ottawa. Let's throw this in the stream. Uh, let me see if there's audio on this. I don't think there's audio. Yeah, there is audio. Hold on a sec. Let me just pause this because I got to remove and then add the audio to it. Share screen, tab, and here it is, share audio tab. Okay, so this is a clip somebody posted 15 hours ago. Uh, Ottawa police are confiscating firewood from the Freedom Convoy. So obviously it's cold. It's February in, in Canada. It's probably minus... 15 to 20 some nights uh, downtown Ottawa, even colder in, you know, some nights if there's no cloud cover. So, of course, you know, they've got to stay warm. Um, so firewood is essential. The police are confiscating firewood from the convoy. So my question is, is, since when was it illegal to possess wood? Look at these guys. Nobody's getting in the way. They're letting them do it. You know, the cops are taking the wood, the barrels. They're not even called, like saying shame to them or anything like that. They're just letting them do it. That's how nice Canadians are. Right? <laughs> What's the next one here we got? Oh, this is good. This is the, this is the gas can fiasco. This is something else they're, that they're probably not putting out on um, general mainstream media. Again, you know, this is this is people using their cell phones to report what's happening, which to me is a far more reliable source than sitting down and clicking your box and watching 
uh, Canadian News, which, by the way, is owned by the federal government. Okay, for those of you that don't know, uh, they have subsidized and bailed out the news media, the federal news media, um, and they basically tell them what to say, which is why you won't see any of this stuff on mainstream. Let me add this next one over here. This probably has audio, so I got to give me a second here. Stop screen, share, tab. And here it is, share audio tab. So this, this clip here that I'm going to play for you are um, how people are responding to support the truckers. The, the police have said to uh, people that you can't bring fuel canisters into the trucks. I don't know what the uh, trucks need. Maybe they got to run their diesel engines every day just to heat up the cabin. I'm sure the truckers are sleeping you know, in the um, uh, bed that's in the back of most of them. Um, so they've been bringing fuel to them, but the police started to confiscate the fuel to make it difficult. So what these supporters have now done is they got together and they said, all right, everybody meet at this corner and bring a fuel canister. Some will be filled with fuel. Some will be empty. Some might have water in them. They're not going to arrest us all. There's going to be way too many of us. So watch this. This is awesome. This is how creative they are. Like, this is how they're trolling them. Look at this shit. Look at all these people. There's, and it keeps going back and back. Look at them all. Carrying, carrying jerry cans to the truckers. This is awesome. This is so good. No masks, no standing on dots. No cowardly stuff. It's just, hey, you know, let's give these guys some support. You get the point, right? You get the gist. So that's what's going on, man. That's, you know, that's a state of things here. Yeah, uh, now they're guarding the Terry Fox statue because, again, fed moles, you know, from what I've been told, have been showing up and um, uh, trying to encourage the crowd to, um, you know, it, be more enraged and cause havoc. So now there's people guarding um, monuments, statues to make sure that they keep an eye on, on stuff. And anybody that looks suspect, this is so awesome. <laughs> anybody that looks suspect, they call out. Um, there's a video somewhere in my timeline from the last uh, two or three weeks of the guy walking through the crowds with, this, with the uh, Confederate flag and the sustika on it and all the people around him are like look just get the hell out of here like you're not welcome get lost you know we know who you are and they're just like shaming him out of the way it's just awesome there's 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 none of the things that you know Trudeau's been talking about I'm sure you've seen him say things like the fringe minority that uh, has unacceptable views and uh, they're Islamophobes and racist and misogynist this is Captain Blackface himself this coward um, you know, doing all this. Oh, and there's one other thing that I wanted to show you, which I thought was hilarious because I know this has been going around and I want to touch on this because people have been talking about how Trudeau is not Pierre Trudeau's son. For those of you that don't know, Pierre Trudeau was our prime minister back in the day, um, somewhere around the sixties or seventies. I can't remember, you know, before my time. And, um, he was a very good prime minister from what I can remember. My parents spoke highly of him. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons, in fact, why they were interested in moving from England to Canada when I was a small child. So, you know, his name had clout. Now, 
some of you don't know this, but the Trudeaus were swingers and they had visits, you know, around the world. And I think, uh, uh, Justin's mother's name is Margaret, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just grab this and get it lined up for the screen and, uh, share. And they made several visits down to Cuba. Now I saw this in my feed the other day. This is on, uh, Patrick, uh, David's channel. It's an interview with Jordan Peterson. And I'm going to call you out on this, Jordan Peterson. You didn't handle this right. I'm going to tell you what my thoughts are on it after I feed back. But um, there's a there's a, a moment here. Actually, here, I got to make sure that the um, uh, audio is going to play. Otherwise, you won't hear it. Let me get through the ad on it. Add to stream. There it is. Pause. Okay. So... Stop and share. Chrome tab. The title of this is Is Justin Trudeau the Son of Fidel Castro? So why why is this relevant, right? Because Peterson says it's not relevant, it's in bad taste, blah, blah, blah. But it's relevant because Justin uses the last name Trudeau. Okay. He's using the good name of his well, who is supposed to be his father in politics. That's why it's relevant. And that's why it should be called out. Let me show you this clip here. Let me know if you can't hear this. Let me show you this. A neighbor of mine asked me this question. He's Canadian. He says, can you ask Jordan Peterson this? Go to the picture with uh, 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 Trudeau. What, what can you say about this? This is your world. I don't know if this is this even talked about. All right. So let's just pause it here for the picture for a sec. One half is Justin. One half is Fidel Castro. If you don't know who Fidel Castro is because you've been living under a rock, he was the guy that ran Cuba for a very, very long time. He's dead now. But look at one half of his face over here and one half of Castro's face. And you cannot tell me that that's not his father. I don't know if you've seen Pierre Trudeau. Uh, Pierre Trudeau. Let me just remove that. Actually, I think there's a, a picture in this that comes up to Pierre. Out over there with the whole story of Justin Trudeau's, you know, related to Castro because you're... <laughs> look at that. You can't tell me that that's not Castro's bastard son. Years ago, like, is this, is this a... Show the other picture where this other guy posted it. So apparently this is... Uh, uh, go to the picture of uh, Fidel, the wife, and the father. So this is a picture... Of them three, that's okay. On the right there is Pierre Trudeau. That's purportedly Justin's father. It's not. When you look at the side by side uh, face, you know the split down the middle. You can see his mother. That's no him. That's the there's Margaret with her hand on Fidel. And if I'm not mistaken, if they scroll it down, I think he's holding Justin at this time. Father, but then you put Justin right next to Castro. Can you go back to the other picture on Twitter? Yeah, that one right there. It's really similar. Yeah. Is there any, is this even a conversation in Canada? Is anybody even telling? Because this is written about many, many different places to the point where they tweeted about it and said, no, Castro is not Justin Trudeau's no, no, father. It's a, it's a nasty, it's a nasty bit of innuendo. And uh, I think it's, 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 it's resentment fueled fundamentally. Like in some sense, it's a satirical joke, you know, and mm -hmm. fair enough, but it's, it's not helpful. Look, it's not helpful. <laughs> it is helpful. It is helpful. It, it, it certainly establishes that the guy that was elected on his name as the son of Pierre Trudeau for the Liberal Party is certainly not the son of Pierre. He's a bastard stepson. One of the things that happens if you're a political leader is you're, you're exposed to criticism of all sorts. And, and part of that's to stop your power from degenerating to something approximating mm -hmm. a tyranny. So you kind of have to put up with it. This, I would say, is I, I wouldn't propagate the idea. Okay. Um, first of all, just see, see the problem with Jordan 
and I like his stuff and I've listened to his 12 rules for life, but he gets a lot of stuff wrong and he's too nice of a guy, right? I mean, you have to call some shit out. Like, I understand that he's trying to be more mainstream, but man, dude, like... It's speculation, clearly. It's not speculation. It's mean-spirited speculation uh, on the part. It's mean-spirited speculation. It's mean because it could hurt his feelings. I don't know. Where do you go In relationship to the behavior of Trudeau's mother, even if it was true... Then, well, what's your point? He's born a communist? That's your point? That's a stupid point. Mm -mm. You know, or what he knows that Castro is his... You know what the point is, Jordan? The point is, is that he got elected on his father's good name. He wrote off on his father's good name. Sorry, his purported father's good name. Margaret cucked Pierre. There's no question about that. Father, and so now he's tilting hard toward the left to please him? Well, that's that's not helpful and clueless. Now... Peter the Trudeaus, in some sense, set themselves up for agree. something like this because Trudeau played the senior, played footsie with Castro in a way that was rather unique in the Western world. And I think that was ill. That was not a good decision. He was less stringent in drawing a line between the left and the radical communist left that he might have been. And so those chickens have come home to roost in some sense in terms of this assault on his son. And Justin himself doesn't do a very good job of drawing a distinction between his views and the views of the radical left. And so all of that's mangled around in this satirical attack. But I don't think it's the most effective. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got an element of real gossipy innuendo and mean-spiritedness about it that I think overwhelms whatever humorous satire it might also contain. So yeah, I mean, they did this with Obama's, uh, you know, when Trump came out and said $5 million proof. You get the idea, right? Mean-spirited. Just, just hey, man, just holding up a mirror and reflecting back the facts. That's, that's all I'm doing here. I'm just showing you what's going on. So to the theme of this, of this podcast playlist under Playing to Win, truckers, thank you. You know, God, God bless you guys for what you guys are all doing. Um, my, my email is open to you. If, uh, if you want to reach out to me, if there's anything I can do to be useful, shoot me an email. Um, I've got uh, I've got a tight schedule, but you have my full support. I encourage you guys if you're close to Ottawa, um, you know, within a reasonable drive, get your ass out there. Um, especially you know if you're not working um, or outside of work hours or on the weekend, and um, make your presence known. Uh, I mean, this could this could continue for weeks. I mean, I I uh, you know if it keeps going, and um, it probably will. Um, because it doesn't look like the federal government is going to lift any of the mandates yet. He's, you know, Trudeau is still, um, he's still calling uh, people names. Um, while some of the provinces are lifting um, mandate restrictions that are within their control, um, the federal government controls airports and uh, national travel. Like, I can't even travel within the country. So um, they're going to stay until all that lifts and uh it could go on for weeks i mean you may or may not even see me up there i'll i'll you know i'll have to place that call but it looks like this is this is a bit of a stalemate unless the feds either bend the knee the truckers leave or um they start to remove them by force which i think is going to be political suicide um you know they made mention of the military they made mention of the rcmp and uh if they do anything forceful I don't think they're going to go Tiananmen Square style where they're going to bring in tanks, but that was political suicide at the time for them. But if they're going to go forceful on a free population, especially, um, you know, guys like truckers, um, I don't think it's going to end well. I think it's going to end very, very badly for the government. 
So they're in a very good position. And I want to say one other thing. Um, I saw a video the other day, and I don't have it up here. I can't remember the name of it. It was, uh, hang on, let me see if I can find it real, real quick here on my other tab so I can show you because this, this is relevant. Uh, SOS Truckers Convoy News. There it is. There it is. So let me remove this. Um, stop screen, share. And let's get this. So this is a press conference that I watched the other night from truckers. I don't know who these guys are. This guy over here appears to be uh, the guy leading the group. Voted for vaccines to be the position that the chief of police for years from now. Let's see if I can find it. With one of these world-class scientists. I guess one of the organizers, yeah. You know, it's, it's too long of a clip because it's 34 minutes long. But what this guy in the middle says, and I don't know who he is and... You know, if you're watching this, I want you to pay attention. But you guys started pleading with the government saying, please come and meet with us. Please sit down with us. All we're asking for is just for you to have a sit down conversation. Pleading like simps. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. You need to stand your ground and not budge. And the message needs to be clearly stated. We ain't leaving until the mandates lift. We'll leave when freedoms return. They don't want to talk to you. And you showing a weak hand by saying, we want to sit down at a table and please talk to us. Like he was literally begging. Like it was kind of pathetic. Don't do that. Stand firm. You guys are already doing the right thing right now. Carry on doing it. And um, this is, you know, you want this to end? You want to play to win? This is how you play to win on this one. Listen to me on this. It's it's firm. It's we leave when the freedoms return. Simple as that. And anybody that that is and anybody in the law enforcement arena that's going to do something um, to prevent these people from peacefully protesting and taking a stand, I'm I'm telling you guys, you're going to have to make a decision. Is your job more important than what's right? I've said this before. They tell men to do what's right. Okay. That's all they tell men. You do what's right. They tell women, you do what's good for you, girl. Okay? These are men. If you're men, and if you're in law enforcement, if you're in military, do what's right. You know what's right, for crying out loud. <clears throat> Let me grab a few of these super chats, and we'll wrap up. Uh, Cowson said, one tweet, one tweet said, truckers tend to be smart and well-informed, spending hours on the road listening to podcasts, radio, and audiobooks. God bless the truckers. Yes, Absolutely. We got the FBI in the house saying, I remember Trudeau supporting the so-called farmers protests in India when they were far more violent than the Canadian ones. The hypocrisy is unreal. There's another video clip of a Indian foreign minister basically lambasting the crap out of Trudeau for this exact same thing right over here. You can probably find it if you do a quick search. I didn't, I didn't line it up because I really didn't want to spend three hours on this shit. Like I'm, like I'm a what are we at? 43 minutes? Yeah. I want to wrap this up. You guys are getting the point, right? Uh, Andrew says, it's nice to see Canadians waking up and the plans of the elites and globalist agendas blow up in their faces. Yes. Amen to this. I called it, guys, I called it at the very beginning. I called it like a few months in. I'm like, this is, this is not right. You know, this, you know, this smells like fish to me. Like this is way too fishy. Billy says that uh, Chimera long sleeve shirt looks great. Oh, 
talking about my shirt. Uh, do you know where I could get? This is, I don't even know where this is. I think it's a Parasuco. I've had it for a while. Um, what else we got here? That's it. That's it, guys. God bless the truckers. You're doing the right thing. Keep doing it. And if there's anything that I can do to be useful on my end, shoot me an email. Um, I'll see what I can do, man. Isn't Castro officially Justin's godfather? <laughs> well, I think he's officially the sperm donor. Uh, there's doesn't seem to be any debate about that. But um, yeah, looks like the tides are changing though. Oh, the last thing is um, the government in Canada, the, the opposing government appears to be positioning itself either for a non-confidence vote. So the official opposition has elected a new leader. They got rid of Aaron O'Toole because that guy's a pussy. He basically tried to move his party to more more of the center to you know appeal to a broader uh, crowd. His party said nothing for two years. They endorsed everything. They just you know they went along for the ride and said, yeah, you know this is you know this is going to keep us all safe. Now members of the party because they just elected uh, Pierre Polivier uh, to lead and he's going to take a run at prime minister. I think he's a good candidate. But again, I didn't hear his name for two years. He didn't say shit for two years. The only guy that's been speaking out is Max Bernier. God bless him for doing what he's doing. Unfortunately, they have no seats in parliament, his, his party. So he doesn't get a voice uh, in government right now. The only voice he has is out on social media, Twitter, and you know, making his face known out there. But um, yeah, the tides are, are changing, guys. Just keep the pressure up. That's how you play to win on this one. The world's watching. The world is watching. They're taking note and they're and they're following your lead, Canadian truckers. They are. That's it. God bless you guys.